Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Yep. So how's your week been? Well, did, did you hear about that massive, uh, massive internet problem? You mean when AWS went down and took down like half the internet? Yeah, no, 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 not that one. The ransomware thing was this Kronos and people might not get paid. Yeah, nope, nope, that one? nope, nope, not, not that one either. <laughs> no. Um, oh, you must, you must be talking about the, the worst internet security problem ever. Some kind of whatever, something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> now help me out. Who did that affect? Um, anyone working in enterprise IT. Oh, wow. I feel sorry for those suckers. <laughs> well, good thing that didn't affect either of us. Yeah. Good thing. toddlers welcome to talking to todd a weekly podcast with Dwayne johnson and todd prince where failure power failure or power failure is always an option <laughs> thanks for joining us hey todd hey how's it going there in storm central <laughs> are you in storm lake no still in des moines Good news. Uh, the storm, I believe that's hitting you, hit the undisclosed location last night. Uh-huh. Um, so we did get, uh, we, did, we, we didn't get the, uh, the foot of snow that uh, places around us did, but uh, we did get uh, 60 mile an hour winds uh, and uh, some amazing rain. Um, I, d- I don't know what it's going to look like there. It sounds like it's going to get much more serious for you. What I will tell you is after you have deployed all of the Christmas stuff in the yard and then it gets hit by 60 mile an hour winds, it looks like somebody with a chainsaw came through to massacre all of your stuff. Uh, I had a Christmas cow cut in half. I had a decapitated uh, Christmas llama. The hedgehog just left. And uh, Yoda, at one point I looked out, Christmas Yoda was uh, levitating off the ground um all the spikes had come loose and the only thing tethering him to keeping him there was the power cord and he was flying so that was cool so uh well, there there's your preview a levitating christmas yoda on brand yes yes missing christmas hedgehog 60 mile an hour winds can you blame it no no yeah i'd be out of there too he was did you check your basement <laughs> yeah like i'm like hedgehog's gone oh there he is yeah he just he just he headed for the ground so it was it was good but uh <sighs> yeah yeah by the way uh apropos of hedgehogs uh lisa and i've actually seen a hedgehog in person we were in england a number of years ago um do you know where we found him was he hogging a hedge no, 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 no. But he was between two hedges. He was walking no. between from one hedge across a road to another hedge. It turns out, you know how hedgehogs get their names? They live in hedges. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What is that? Oh, look at that. Cute little hedgehog. Don't touch it. I think it's poisonous or salmonella or something. I don't know. They're cute from a distance. <laughs> They're cute from a distance. A lot of things are like that. If if you've if you've seen my high school yearbook photos, that's probably the right way to look at them. It's kind of cute from a distance. Just don't get close. Send a, send a, good send a, from far, but far from good. So how's your week been? Um, you know, just 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 on that slow slide towards the Christmas holidays in this week. <laughs> Hey guys, we should do something about this. Yeah, I'll schedule a meeting in about three weeks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Any chance we can kick this back until after the first of the year? Yep. Every, every chance. <laughs> every, yep. <laughs> you know what? I'll just look at everybody's calendars and find the next available. Oh, look at that. <laughs> January 10th. <laughs> it's 
amazing how that works. I think it's like that all over. I am I I am planning on taking some time off between Christmas and New Year's. I'm, I'm going to work two of the days in there, but once I hit the end of the day Thursday, I am done to done 23rd. So pretty much. But uh tomorrow and Friday I have a um <laughs> how will how will anybody have their Zoom meetings without you? <laughs> I want to have a Zoom meeting, but I'm, for reasons I'm not totally clear, Dwayne has to be on and introduce me. <laughs> I have. We have spent the last 18 or so months teaching them to fish. They are getting very close to being able to just do whatever the heck they want. <laughs> Suddenly, Dwayne's face realizes, wait, I may have made a tactical error here. <laughs> yeah, the good news is in-person trade shows are ramping back up in places that aren't New York city. So, uh, I got stuff to do. Sweet. I'm going to be in, I think I'm going to be in Texas like three times from April to June. So anybody listening in Texas, that's a warning that I'll be (laughs) headed that direction. (laughs) How, uh, how do we have any, do we have any feedback or follow up or, uh, actually's? Um, let's see. I don't from my side. What have you received? Well, toddler number one is several weeks behind. I got nothing there. Uh, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18 provided her favorite college cheers from when she played in the Drake band. Okay. Blood makes the grass grow. Kill, kill, kill. (laughs) That's that's. It's pretty aggressive. Yes, for, it for, is. For Drake. <laughs> Especially for Drake. Uh, the third Gremlin law is actually don't expose them to direct sunlight, not don't let them grow up to be cowboys. So she she uh, has apparently watched Gremlins more than either of us have. So there's that. Oh, okay. So although I'll say this, you probably also don't want to let them grow up to be cowboys. I mean, I, maybe maybe the reason why that's not that wasn't one of the gremlin laws is because it's just assumed. Everybody knows that. One. <laughs> yeah. So you don't, you don't have to write that down on a little right, note and right. pin it to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although a cute little gremlin in a cowboy hat and a little chaps. I mean, come on. I mean, maybe you should let it. No. No, you don't. No. Assume. Okay. No. I think I'll tell you what, actually, I'm reading these three that she let, that she put in here. Don't feed after midnight. They turn evil. Don't get them wet. They reproduce and don't expose them direct sunlight. They die. I'm pretty sure that's also the three laws when I, those are the three contract writers uh, in all Rolling Stone concert venues. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be careful with Mick. <laughs> don't get him wet. <laughs> He'll reproduce. And he's already done that a lot, so we need to stop that now. <laughs> we need to, We really need to stop. <laughs> oh, look, another Rolling Stones podcast. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I think the thing that Sarah learned this week was that cadavers last forever and don't need to be refrigerated. But her first thought was that cadavers are just like peanut butter. Which okay, is true we, if you don't think about it all that hard. From, well, from a certain perspective, <laughs> again... That actually is on a lot of things from a certain perspective. This from one, a, I yes. think, I think this one though, isn't assumed. I think you need to write that one down. Yeah. yeah you're not going to, you're not going to see me taking a, a stick of celery and dipping it into a cadaver and just, so it's, it's important to make that distinction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also pretty sure that the, the, the fine folks at uh, Skippy or Jif do not want you to equate the two. That's <laughs> pronounced GIF. Oh, yeah. Ah, got it wrong. And she really enjoyed my Gruber ball drop. <laughs> she thought that was a great what I learned this week. So I personally appreciated that feedback. Uh, Greg and Sherry and I were texting actually today. And one of the three of us entered in a phone number that none of us recognized as part of our group chat. Okay. 
and I'm finally like, okay, I know who 58 is and I know who 68 is, who's 74 and neither of them knew. So I picked up the phone and I actually called it. It was a fax machine. (laughs) And Greg fessed up and said it was him that put it in because he was trying to include you on the chat. Oh, okay. But you're a fax machine, not a fax machine. Oh, you know, that would even be better set to brick house. I'm just a fax machine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know how, you know how Doug and Dan on the educated idiots at the end of every one of their shows, they play a song illegally based on <laughs> one of the conversations earlier in their show. I mean, let's, let's, I mean, let's not, I mean, let's not, not throw them not under illegally. the bus. They, they just, they, no, they play yes. a song maybe, maybe they, that they don't have the rights to. Let's just say that. Sample. They say, yeah. they, they're just sampling, right? Exploring yes. the medium. Yes. yes. Anyway, we could absolutely do that, uh, but we won't. Uh, did, did you have any corrections from last? I, I haven't, I haven't had a chance. I, I don't think I had any corrections from last week. If we did, somebody let us know. I don't know that I had anything else in there. Did you have anything else? Nope. We ready for, do we have anything for tech corner or tech corner? <laughs> the internet's on fire and there's no way to protect <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't a lion, brother. Uh, we don't normally talk about work. This is Tech Corner adjacent, and it's not a, just a, just a brief little insight into work. At one point, there was an actual conversation that I was having with people at my work, and this conversation was: it would be faster if we just told people what was still working. <laughs> Oh, you have had a week, haven't you? <laughs> and it's only Wednesday. Yeah, the good news is though that everybody everybody is super focused on work right now as we head towards the holidays and trying to wrap up projects. Great, that makes it great easier. Time, great time for a <laughs> great time for potentially the worst thing ever to happen to the internet happen, but that's cool anyway. Um that's tech corner for now. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing on my end. I've had a, we've had a good week since last week. No, nothing exciting. It's good. That's the way you want your tech. Nothing exciting. That is absolutely the way I want. We had a, we had a game come down to a last second shot last night. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't go in, but team had a chance to win. But it could have, I mean, it it could have, it hit the rim. It bounced off. They had a chance to win. You know, it was, it was exciting. It was, it was fun. It was fine right up into the point where Dwayne goes, ah, oh, too bad it didn't go in. Wait, what? Aren't you the ref? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, kind of a kind of a boring week. Um, I was up in Eldora, so but I didn't see any Prince relatives, I don't think. Um, yeah, and when you're in Eldora, you'd, you'd know because it's not that big a town. Oh, you saw the stoplight. <laughs> No, you didn't. You didn't go far enough into town to see the stoplight. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. 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 We got, we got about a block and a half into town and made a hard right turn and went to the high school and then the exact same way out. Saw the training school, saw the high school. That's it. Yeah. Subway was already closed by the time we pulled out. Couldn't even get dinner. Oh, Eldora. What else we got? Should we talk idiots of the week? Sure. Let's see. Um, I'll tell you what, I threw a few in here and you've got one. So uh, let me let me do a couple and then and then okay. we'll go to you. So it'll break it up so it doesn't sound like a complete Todd monologue. Um Lisa, Lisa did travel. Uh Lisa was traveling this week, and um I'm going to do a nomination uh on her behalf. Um she travels a lot, which means uh, she gets access to uh, the airline lounge, right? Which is which is good. So you get to go hang out in the lounge. Uh-huh. And she was in one of the lounges on Sunday, 
and she texted me that someone entered the lounge. They weren't wearing a mask, which we've covered before on this, that she's covered actually, right? When the police yes. had to be involved, right? However, this person was trying to, well, was trying to be in compliance or something. So this this feels like what's the uh, what's the game the well uh, uh, anyway do you want to take a guess in in lieu of a mask what they were wearing on their head were they wearing underwear they were wearing a pair of underwear on their head was it men's underwear or was it women's underwear I believed it was men's underwear on a man who walked in. <laughs> To the airline club with underwear stretched over his face. Now, your next question is clean or dirty. I don't know. Neither is Lisa. Nobody wants to know. Um, interestingly enough, we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> he was streaking through the club. No, not like that. <laughs> well, you could say that his stay was brief. Um <laughs> Oh, <laughs> apparently there is a protocol for this, you know, working for the airlines must be terrible right now because there are all sorts of protocols. According to Lisa, the staff there offered him a free mask that they have plenty of, and the person declined and opted to keep the underwear on their face. They were then invited to no longer be in the airline club. <laughs> Get it moved. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. I'm just just walking into an airline club with underwear on your face. What? It's a mask. Anyway, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> I I was just guessing. Lisa's sitting there with her snack, waiting an hour and a half for her flight. Going, oh, I didn't know they had a show on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get your camera out. Take a video. The sad thing is, is I, there's part of me that thinks that the people who man that club are like at the, you know, you'd be like, man, that was something. They're like, what? They got the underwear. And I said, oh yeah, that didn't even top the, t- the weirdest five things that have happened today. 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 Yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. Trust it, me. Crap like that only happens on days that end in Y. <laughs> Whatever. Um, let's see. So, so that guy gets a nomination. Um, mm, this, this is a, this is a small dip into tech corner sort of but it shouldn't have to be in tech corner. So um, normally we, we, we nominate a lot of people around college football. And by the way, that's coming up and sports and that's coming up. And we try to stay away from politics or government or much of that. I mean, some of that, but I I just have to nominate. uh, I have to nominate Missouri governor, Mike Parson. And this is for nothing that would, none of this goes in the other podcast. This is clearly in this podcast. Um, I don't know if you saw this. A a couple of months ago, a, a reporter at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch was doing a story and was going to a state website and was getting information about state employees, I believe, or, or government employees, which, you know, every state you can go and you can get, you know, information on government employees and salaries mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so he was pulling, I want to say it may have been like with teachers and some other stuff. So not just state employees, but, you know, government. And he noticed that the website had the public information. But he also noticed in the web browser, if you if you go up to the menu and click on view source, the state that was running the website was sending the public information, but included, just not displayed, was information like the employee's social security numbers and other information. So they were sending it. <laughs> yes, yeah, Dwayne's like, are you kidding me? So you queried the database or whatever. It sent all of this information, but it only just didn't show some of it, but it was all on your computer. So. And from what I know about data harvesting, they don't just harvest what you can see. 
Right. They can harvest the whole page, right? Hit this page, make a query, yes. and then you because it's all there. It's all on your computer. All of it. So the reporter did what is considered to be the responsible thing in computer security. Instead of writing a story on it, he reached out to the IT department for Missouri and said, Hey, by the way, I found this. You probably need to fix it. And they went and fixed it and they fixed the glitch, fixed the glitch. Right. And they were getting ready. There was actually a, there was a press release that was going to come out from the state of Missouri, thanking the reporter for finding this and handling it responsibly. This is what you would hope everyone would do. I found a problem. I'm going to tell you about it before it gets worse. Until it got to the governor's office, and then it took a weird turn. The governor came out and held a press conference and said that this hacker hacked into sensitive government information. And he, the governor has personally called the district attorney in county, in that county. And he is going to be brought up in charges for actively hacking the state of Missouri and that this kind of crap will not happen in this state. Did he get yeah. lost in a series of tubes? Yeah. Right. Now, eventually, that all went away. Partially okay. after the state of Missouri reached out to the FBI to see if it was a federal crime what he did. And the FBI wrote back saying, it's not a crime. It's not a crime. He didn't do anything wrong. It's not, so. it's not a crime to right click on a website that you screwed up, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yes. Technically speaking, if anybody hacked anybody's computer, this guy just wanted to see the names of teachers and the state of Missouri injected <laughs> compromised information on his computer. So technically, the state of Missouri hacked his computer. <laughs> Technically. Anyway, yeah, technically speaking, if you want to talk about breaching computer security. So anyway, apparently the governor of Missouri has no earthly idea. It's on my computer and I just clicked. He at one point referred to him something like as his mastermind and he did all this. He clicked view source. <laughs> anyway, uh, way to go, Mike. Way to lead the technology charge. <laughs> You know, there's got to be there's got to be some technology companies. Uh, we got to get our data centers in that environment. This is <laughs> they're leading from technology. How about you? Uh, what have, what have you got? Well, okay, so this came this came from the What a Day newsletter that I get, which is um, all the progressive news with a side of snark, which you know kind of rolls right into my uh, wheelhouse. Did you know, again, this is dangerously close to the other podcast. Again, I know we have to nominate somebody, but I, I'm really not exactly sure who. Anyway, the, uh, there's a Texas grand jury, and, and I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole. A Texas grand jury has indicted a former Houston police chief who pulled a gun on an air conditioner repairman last October because mm -hmm. he thought the truck was full of fraudulent ballots. Yes. I saw that couple. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. By the way, where are you? Uh, where are you going multiple times next spring? Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm I may have to go find myself a let's go Brandon shirt so that I can fit in down there. I, I don't know that I have any nominations that are worth any time. Um, what What's next on the? Oh, I could actually I could nominate NBC Sports. Um, we did They're have still around <laughs> for another two weeks is what I hear. Uh, NBCSports.com. Uh, I was I clicked on an article with a headline about the broadcasting for the USFL coming up here this summer because you know summer football yay yes, it's um, always a successful business <laughs> and there was a video up at the top of the article with mike florio and i don't know somebody else from pro football talk because i guess purportedly the usfl is professional football um so i clicked on it to see what they were going to say 
probably about the USFL and the teams and how it's coming together and whatnot. And no, they're talking about NFL rankings and, and they go on for four minutes and never. So uh, NBC Sports is at it again. They can't match up videos to the topics. Um, the other thing that I learned in this article, well, maybe that's what I learned this week. Go ahead. Anyway, yeah, that's what I've got. I'm going to nominate NBC Sports. Do we have other sports idiots? I have one more. Um, so I put in our rundown, not the University of Miami faculty, because they're Cocaine. the ones that are, they're not the ones who are the idiots here, but everybody else seemingly is. So I'm just, I'm, I'm putting a bracket around them. So as part of these coaches, this, this, the, they, the Miami went out just like, you know, Oklahoma went and got another, uh, sorry, USC stole Oklahoma's coach and, and uh, LSU, right, got from Notre Dame. Miami, Miami did this in a in a really terrible way, though. They had a coach, um, and they interviewed and negotiated with and basically hired his replacement before they fired him. So they were interviewing people for Oop. a job that was not open yet. Oop. But everybody in the media knew they were interviewing for a job who they hadn't for. The job wasn't open, but reporters were saying, oh, yeah, they're talking with these people like that's just a bad look. Right. Like, uh -huh. by the way, if we find anybody better, anybody better, we're firing you. But we're not firing you yet because we're not positive that we can get somebody to say yes to this. And if not, we need you around anyway. So they ended up uh, firing, I think, is it is it Manny Diaz? And they hired Cristobal, who was the head coach at Oregon. OK, anyway. University of Miami is a private school. They can do whatever the heck they want. This isn't a public university thing. However, between the reported contract that they gave Cristobal to come there and the rest of the money on Diaz's contract that they still have to pay out because they fired him just because they wanted to. And in order to entice a new coach, and if you're the old coach, you're thinking, where was this when I was here? They have also decided they are going to spend tens of millions of dollars on improving the practice facilities and the football facilities. They have committed around a hundred million dollars between coaches salaries, buying salaries out and some of the, uh, some of the improvements. Chuck, Chuck Todd's pocket change, but yes. Okay. Okay. Recently, the university of Miami told the faculty that due to losses because of COVID, they would be not reimbursing. They, they did some temporary reductions to, I believe, salaries and retirement benefits. And they said these would be temporary and afterwards we'd restore them. They've now said, we don't have the money to restore those. So basically you have lost money from both, I believe, salaries and absolutely retirement benefits. And the sum total that they are taking a pay cut on is right around $100 million. <laughs> As we've established before, you're no math expert, but... <laughs> we don't have any money for you. We're going to need $100 million. Because we got to give a hundred million dollars to the football <laughs> team. <laughs> oh, it's a you know, it's sports, right? I mean, it builds character, just not how you think it's going to build it. Oh, I know the other one that I had. Amy and I went to the Jackson Brown and James Taylor concert the other night. Oh, yeah. The guy sitting next to Amy and his spouse, I guess girlfriend, something, I don't know. Anyway, talked through the entire concert. Sweet. <laughs> Loudly. Well, they had to talk over because this, there was this really loud music there was, going on. There was this so loud music. Over yes. it so then they could be heard. Oh, my God. It was, oh, my God. It was... Uh, but they didn't talk during Jackson Brown. They just talked during James Taylor. 
Oh, well, that's fine, though, because, I mean, James is such a commanding voice and a commanding <laughs> presence, right? Like, he just like, he just fills Overpowers, the room. Overpowers, yes, I mean, Wells Fargo Arena. Yes, yeah, he does. Right? I mean, I mean, the concerts I've been to that I think about, like, just earth-shattering sound, uh, Foo Fighters, number one, uh, James Taylor, number two. Uh, yep, those are in order. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you left Kiss early right funny i was gonna say kiss and i'm like i'm not even joking about that crap no i we left that's oh that was just terrible so so i'm nominating the two idiots that sat next to amy because i could hear their conversation two seats over clear as day <sighs> um I did put in, okay, so I think the idiots are closed. We got some more nominations. I did put in, in our rundown, because you did mention that you were out roughing a game uh, this week. I, I have a topic here that I read, and I'm just going to say this, and I, and I, all respect, but you're doing roughing wrong. I'm just, I'm going to be clear. You're just, you're doing it wrong. You've seen my evaluations, haven't you? I've talked to okay. some coaches in the area. Yeah. yeah. They, they have, they have some notes. <laughs> However, it is not nearly as lucrative for you as it should be. And this is this is why I say this. So oh, really? a couple of weeks ago, a story came out. And I'm sorry, this is going to talk about English football here, but it does tie exactly to your refing and a business opportunity for you. Not for okay. talking to Todd. This is a business opportunity for you and your crew. So it turns out, that in English football, it's sort of organized by districts, right? So grassroots all the way up to the Premier League is is overseen by the Football Association, the FA, and they have divisions and et cetera, et cetera. Here's an interesting rule. I had no idea about this. <clears throat> you get a fine if you get a yellow card. You get a fine if you get two yellow cards, which equals a red card. And you get a different fine if you see a straight red card. Okay. So, and this is, this is, here's this wild. The fine doesn't change whether you are in a rec league under the FA or play in the premiership. So it's the same amount Oh, really? Across the board. So if so, I make $4 million a year, it's the same as if I'm playing for kicks? Literally. Yes. If you're playing and you're not professional, but you're within the FA system with referees, you have to pay to play if you get a card. And if you're wondering, how much money are we talking about? Yeah. Um, currently, the administration fee, This is this is, by the way, when I say non-professional, this is also children's leagues. The FA oversees all football. So I'm talking like eight-year-olds playing. Their parents have, if they get a card, their parents have to pay or they don't get to participate in youth soccer, right? So whether you're a child or whether you're Cristiano Ronaldo at Man United, um, a yellow card is 12 pounds, uh, 35 pounds for two yellows, and 45 pounds for a straight red card. Now. And an eighth grader is going, I barely weigh 45 pounds. I mean, <laughs> come on. How can I even get to that, right? Um, there are 51 county FAs, which govern all this grassroots stuff. Um, the county FA gets to keep the money. And according to people doing bookkeeping, which is pretty hard because there's a lot of information that they don't want out, an estimate that county FAs are throughout England are generating 8 million pounds a year <laughs> in just fines being paid for yellow and red cards. Is any of this money then going back to the officials? No, no. I mean, they get paid. They get paid. So they if it paid. looks like we're not going to get paid, red card. 
Well, no, we're having we're having problems coming up with a budget this month to pay the officials. Not a problem. Yeah. So, like, um, I mean, here's one: Birmingham, uh, in nineteen in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, that one they're one of fifty one. Uh, they made three hundred and two thousand pounds from fines and appeals because if you appeal, you have to pay to the appeal whether it's successful or not. Uh, they're going to get their money. Their income did drop in uh, their di- income did drop uh, last year because uh, COVID kept uh, kept games from uh, from being played. But uh, anyway, so um, so here's my thought. Oh, second thing. Along with this, there was a follow up story that said there is a lot of there's becoming more and more mm, abuse of officials. Um, People talking about stuff, right? Talking back or whatever. And there is uh, a movement afoot in England. Afoot? Yes. So, so in England, most police officers aren't armed, but they're talking about putting body cameras on soccer officials (laughs) so that you would have video evidence of what went on. To try to tell people, let's call, if you think that you're being filmed, maybe you won't say bad things to the official. However, the story reported that the reason why, so people are suggesting this and the FA, the county FAs are pushing back. They're not pushing back because it would cost them too much money in buying the cameras. The concern is if there's video, maybe the yellow and red cards actually go down. And if there's less, if there is less abuse of officials, there's less fines. If there's less fines, then they make less money. So they don't really want to stop the abuse of the officials because it's every time you do it, you get some money. So again, what the I'm telling to you all of your questions is, is money. So what I'm telling you is, I I don't know I don't know who like I'm just saying right. I mean we know that you hand out technicals left and right. Hell, the people in the crowd. I'm thinking you I did to... not. I did not tee the crowd. Oh, you I just know ejected. a guy. I know a guy who has teed the crowd. I just ejected a fan. Yeah. So I'm just thinking from um, just again, business opportunity spitball in here. And I don't know how you would collect this and you're probably getting a little bit of trouble. But, you know, again, I'm just the idea guy. You figure out the operations and how to do this. I mean, if I think about this, a single technical Okay, 12 pounds. Okay, so that's going to be, I don't know. Let's make it easy for math for everybody because, you know, the, these are, you know, most most of the coaches aren't math teachers. They're more driving ed teachers. Um, let's make it $15 for a technical. Um, and then 35. Let's, you know, we could, we could make it $45 for uh, a second technical that gets you out. And then uh, a straight ejection, we'll call it 60 bucks. And you know what? If they've got cash, you can settle right there on the spot. So in Iowa, if you are ejected from a game for reasons, a variety of them, but if you are if you are ejected, you have to go to the state association and watch a video on sportsmanship. Now, if you are a student, that is free. If you are a coach, you have to pay to watch the video. So what you're talking about happens in Iowa. Happens. It's already happens in Iowa at the state association, but that's not who pays my, uh, that's not who pays my checks when I ref. I just, I just think it'd be really interesting if you're like coach one more word and you're getting a T and then they say one more word and you're like, that's it T. And I take square. And- <laughs> Just tap to pay. If you got an Apple card, you can get 3% back. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's right there on the belt. Yep. <laughs> just keep it close by. Sure. Do you, you start the clock it. with that little thing on your belt? No, it's for payments. <laughs> this should probably never air. This is so bad for you. We should probably stop this all that. Okay. So, so um, let's go into what we're watching. Uh, let's see. So I was bored in flipping channels. Did you know that on Hulu now you can watch all of news radio? I I did not know that. Yep. Yes, you can. 
And so I watched Big Day. Big Day. Big Day. Big Day. That's so I'm not getting the it. shaft this year. I'm not getting the shaft. <laughs> Who's the cool private dick who gets all the chicks? Must be talking about shaft. It's a good episode. It's a great episode. I can dig <laughs> it. You got to If you if you have not seen this episode, it is a great episode. I'm not getting the shaft. And then I I went to season three and watched the episode about the complaint box. Do you remember yes. the complaint box episode? Yes. Oh, there's some, there's, the writing in that show is so fantastic. Not every, not every episode is, is great, but oh boy, those two episodes crack me up. So I watched that. Um, you remember Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? <laughs> barely. barely. Yes. <laughs> Similar to um, everybody else. Yes. Barely. Yes. Right. So it, it ran for almost two seasons, maybe. And this lady goes into an MRI machine and music gets stuck in her head. Anyway, there's dancing and singing and, and it got canceled, but they did for Christmas, a special movie. That's Zoe's extraordinary Christmas. I started watching and then something happened. I don't know. I got stuck in an MRI machine and music got stuck in my, no, that wasn't it. Um, I haven't finished it, but I started watching it. The show is the, Again, the segment is what we're watching, not what we're recommending, or even, frankly, at this point, what we're finishing. So there's that. What are you watching? I did finally. So uh, Lisa, Lisa was gone again this week, which meant uh, Todd's still wrapping up shows. So I finally I finished up watching uh, Foundation on Apple TV Plus, on Apple TV, on Apple TV. Uh-huh. And? I mentioned that solely for bookkeeping purposes. Todd finished. Um. <laughs> <laughs> again, not recommending just what we're watching okay got it Check. it's a big it's a big show that takes place over a thousand years there's some stuff in there there's also i i don't know they supposedly have this whole thing mapped out for seven seasons and what? there's a yeah yeah that's i they haven't been picked up for seven seasons they've mapped oh. out for seven seasons by the way good way to sell your tv show uh by the way i got seven years worth of stuff um i there there's a lot there's a lot going on uh, there's just, there's, there's a lot of characters, a lot of things, a lot of like, wow. okay. All right. So anyway, um, and then we are also watching, um, queen of the universe. So this yes. is a, uh, this is a drag queen international. It's not just a, it is the drag queen international singing competition. Um, it was filmed in London. And has drag queens from around the world. It's it's a it's through uh it's through Rue's production company, uh, RuPaul's uh, and and people from the RuPaul universe are in there, including Michelle Visage, and uh, is is one of the one of the judges. But the difference is on all the drag race stuff, um, uh, the 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 drag queens they lip sync, right? They, yeah, yeah. This is an actual. This is this is them singing. This is an actual singing competition with uh, with drag queens from out the world and throughout the world. And then, uh, as all good singing competitions are, uh, somebody gets eliminated. Um, and similar to that, uh, you know, everybody's trying to be polite. You know, you, you know how the judging's going to go because if the song didn't go well, you hear things like, "Man, your makeup looks great." Again, it's a singing competition, and when you hear. <laughs> like your wig is on point your makeup looks great and you wear the hell out of that outfit <laughs> and then they look at the next judge and go michelle <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, oh that was not good <laughs> it, <laughs> seen that too <laughs> is there a train wreck element to this not exactly. Like okay. to be completely honest, like this is a legit singing competition, and okay. so, like okay. like there is some ridiculously good singers uh, on this, um, and there are some good singers that make incredibly poor song choices. Uh, you're like, oh, really? You went with that? Really? Um, 
But no, I mean, I, it, it's a singing competition. It just happens to be starring drag queens, but you don't normally see that because of the lip syncing. And you think, well, no, you know, oh, that's because tr- drag queens can't sing. Some of them can. And some of them are like, it's like, wow, that's that's really interesting. So anyway. Oh, and um, unlike RuPaul's Drag Race, where the uh, the grand prize is one hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars in this one, it's a quarter million dollars. So, um, Lisa's like, wait, where'd that money come from? And I'm like, well, you know, it's, you know what? It's now on Paramount plus apparently it's Paramount plus Scott, it's got all the money. So they got um, all our money. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's what we're watching. Uh, more just (laughs) falling further and further into the RuPaul universe. Are we, is there a way we're going to have to figure this out? If there's a way for us to do group watch when season whatever the next season coming up in january february season 14 15 16 15 yeah 14 or 15 can we do some group watch we we probably give that a try yeah i think i think they've moved it i think this season's moving off of paramount plus and back onto vh1 which means there's going to be a significantly less amount of swearing because because the season on Paramount Plus was like, yeah, whoa, whoa, oh, hey, whoa. how about that? <laughs> uh huh. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, we could probably figure that out if Apple if Apple had fully rolled out their uh, share play. Apple's building yeah. a whole thing where you can watch yeah. and everything else. And uh, all right, is, cool. Is, all is right, that not Todd's, out? Is that well, not out? I thought it was out. Has, it's out, but it has to be supported. Anyway, you know what? Uh, great. I got a tech. I got a tech, tech project note, to work on. Note there yeah. for tech corner. Yes. All right. Yes. Awesome. Did you learn anything this week? Yeah, I learned. I learned two things um, related. So there was a story on CNN earlier this week about the CEO of Coke, and it was on their business section, and it said he killed some of Coke's most beloved brands, and he'd do it all over again. And uh, this is talking about James Quincy, who in the last couple of years has killed over half of the products in the Coca-Cola portfolio to slim down the company. One of the things he killed, I so first of all, number one, I, I didn't know that that had happened. Um, Isn't that because you drink Pepsi? Yes. Okay. However, so the first thing I learned is one of the brands he killed is tab. Second thing I learned tab was still a thing. Yeah. That's where I <laughs> that was my first one. Like, wait, what you could still buy tab. Well, you could like, I was like, and he killed tab. Wait, what? <laughs> um, apparently tab was available for sale until December, 2020. So you can't huh. buy it now, but, but a, year a year ago, ago, Tab was still actively being produced and sold in the United States. And he's still getting hate mail from people. He talks about it in the article. He is still getting feedback a year later about people who are pissed. Once again, that he, a year ago, killed Tab. How about you? What did you learn? Um... You know, it seemed like I had something here. Hold on. I didn't put it in the rundown. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, you know what I learned this week? Since I'm looking at the clock, I learned that it's really difficult to organize a hide and seek tournament. Do you know why? Because good players are really hard to find. Oh, I, f- I feel like you've, you've waited an hour just for that. <laughs> the music is happy boy by kevin mcleod it's available on incompetech.com under creative commons attribution license you can get your Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or Podbean or Good Pods, wherever you get your pods. All the pods, all the time. Search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. 
You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. Oh, I know what I learned this week. You can, te- you can text us at 515-257-6272. It's not just for voicemails. We can take your texts at that number as well. Oh, well, that changes everything. It does. It puts us in a whole new stratosphere. Do those go to our Gmail spam box too? <laughs> it's managed by Google, so probably. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to remind you that the support for the editing of this podcast was brought to you by Toddlers 3187 and 17. You can always stop by and see us or them at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can check out our website at talkingtotod.com. Thanks as always to our listeners, especially the new ones. Tell your friends, send us your feedback. Kind of like Jesse sometimes does, feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd? Boy, I know there's uh, big storms coming through. Uh, I'm just, I'm just glad we got the entire recording in, and uh, you didn't lose power uh, or anything like that. It was, I, it's amazing that we made it through this entire episode, and you didn't lose any power, or, or not. <laughs> I look at the rundown and go, oh, hey, he wrote something in there. Oh, I can do that. (laughs) Dwayne doesn't talk. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) It's your way to keep me from telling any more dad jokes. I'm on to you. Hello, Alliant Energy. Pull the switch now. Pull it now. Now. (laughs) Now.